money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. This is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. So we're going to be talking about money. We're going to be talking about the heart. I'm Dave Van Oppen. I'm here with my wife, Reb. Say hello, Reb. Hi. No, you say hello, Reb. Hello, Reb. No. <laughs> okay, that's like a, that's one of our I kids' know. jokes that we do, right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, she's giving me the look. Okay, I will be a good boy today. <laughs> today, we actually have an exciting show. I'm excited because we are talking uh, about probably a question I would say comes through our offices at More Than Enough. Oh, if not monthly, at least once or twice every, uh, yeah, I would say at least once a month, if not more. And that question is, is for some reason, I'm in a place of transition. I'm thinking about quitting my job and want to go do something, or maybe my job has been, uh, I've been given the pink slip and I now need to. Uh, there's a transition happening and that transition is is one where, um, you know, there's, there's in a sense financial stability i have a regular paycheck i maybe have benefits and all these things and then for whatever reason you're thinking i'd like to transition out of that i'd like to do something maybe it's something you're more passionate about Uh, again maybe it's something you're choosing to do or maybe it's something that you are being forced in a sense to do but it's an opportunity you think i think i want to take this opportunity to transition into something that's more self-directed if i can say it like that Uh, maybe you don't think of yourself as an entrepreneur because my experience in the office has been most people that are asking that question when they're in transition don't would not call themselves entrepreneurs they would they would call themselves hey i I do my job here, but I really love to do this over here. And now that this opportunity has come up, do you think I could do that over there and, and just do that and actually use make enough money to be able to, to provide for my family? And so that's a big question. That's a huge question. And so we've got Bron Vasek here, who is one of our coaches at More Than Enough. He's Good the entrepreneurial morning. coach. Welcome, Bron. Mm-hmm. You've been on the show before. I have. You're a veteran. <laughs> yeah. You're a veteran. Way to go. So And, and so we're going to just dig into that question. Um, of course, Reb usually starts the show with, with some scripture, mm-hmm, and usually those scripture don't have anything to do with money. But today, it has something to do with the topic, Ki- so I'm just of. excited. Kind I of. I know. Bronze laughing at us. It, oh, my goodness. It does. This fits perfectly. It do, it, I I agree. I think it all the verses usually fit perfectly, even though it doesn't say, you know. You're right. You are right. Anyway, okay. Um, This is getting to be an old conversation, honey. Um, Okay, so (laughs) Psalm 23 is a psalm I picked. And I'm amazed, actually, by how many people don't know Psalm 23 of the younger generation. You know, the older generation of us are used to hearing it at funerals, usually. Um, Usually at funerals, I would say, is standard. 
thing, but I'm going to talk about it today because whether you're an employee or a contract worker, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you have are in transition and what we're going to talk about those three things, you know, being an employee and a contract worker and an entrepreneur, we all are shepherded by the Lord. And David wrote this psalm. He himself was a shepherd, so he that image he lived firsthand. And uh, that's a really powerful thought, actually, when you know that David wrote it, inspired by the Holy Spirit, to say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Uh, he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my en- enemies. My cup, you anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in your house forever. And I love I, I, these words, you know, are common. I learned them as a kid, but in, in a position where we're entrepreneurs and sometimes, you know, your cash flow isn't what you want it to be or you're struggling with, uh, you know, clients or employees or decisions and there's always transition, it seems, as an entrepreneur. Um, these verses are really comforting that the Lord shepherds us. He guides and leads us. He leads us when we need to be by a, a cool stream. He makes us lie down when we're tired and weary. We can walk through a deep valley, but he's there walking with us, comforting us. His His rod and his staff, his authority comes alongside of us and leads us. And, and when we think that the world is against us, he prepares a table before us. In, in the presence of the difficulty, he says, come and sit down and eat. And we can do it in peace because he is with us. And I don't know if any of you live that yet, but I, I look at well, those verses. You know, and- you're saying that and, and we're going here in North America in, in the get it done culture that we live in, in the, you know, if you don't have your life scheduled out and, and planned out, <laughs> instant. you know, and, and again, the instant, you know, everything has to happen. Bang, 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 bang. And, and the reality of, you know, if I'm 10 minutes delayed for something, then my entire calendar gets shot or shifted. Um, and then you read, a, you read a passage like this where David, uh, granted a little bit of a different culture he was growing up in where, you know, the shepherding isn't exactly a let's watch the clock type job, right? You know, it's, hey. <laughs> it's certainly not. I know even reading it, I was like, oh. Yeah, we got Lord. that. We were almost falling asleep, Ron and I. Were just I it's, so it's so relaxed. It's comforting. It, it's it, is, a, it is. And it's a very comforting. And it is. It's it's not like, okay, let's get these sheep rounded up. Let's got to do, got to do that by two o'clock. We got to mm-hmm. get them in the other field. Like, it, it, he wasn't doing that. He was leading them by streams. They needed a drink. They'd take a drink. They needed a nap. They needed a nap. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, yeah mean, I mean, when I listen to that, I mean, it's one of certainly one of my favorite go-to things because, for me, I had an aha moment a number of years ago when I was – I had a, a different version of a Bible out, and I – 
the Bible just opened there, and I started to read it, and the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not be in want. And it was it was a different wording, and I thought, wow, I shall not be in want. And it just that – by reading that, I just felt the weight of the world go off my shoulders because mm. I, I sensed that there's that – that, that comforting, that hope that God gives us through that, that we don't need to be ashamed of anything, and we just need to look to God as our shepherd, and he's got it. And that and was just wow. this, so overwhelming. This is why I love uh, – I said at the beginning that these verses fit right in with the topic today because if there's anything that uh, – and the three of us sitting around the table here can identify so closely to, it's the fear around transition. Oh, right, they, that I can write a book on that. E- even <laughs> if it's if it's chosen transition, like I am choosing to go and pursue this other passion, there's still uh, uh, still some fear around it. And that's the, natural. I think that's natural, and it can be very good. Mm-hmm. And yet, it can be scripture, very bad. Scripture is just saying, you know what? Wait a minute. We need to keep our eyes focused on the shepherd. We need to keep Christ the main thing here and say, you know what? I'm going to walk. I'm going to allow him to lead me as a shepherd leads the sheep. And so, you know, we are going to knowing that he's a good shepherd, knowing that he knows us. Uh, again, I, I get this, you know, this picture when I read it of the shepherd calls the sheep by name. He knows the idiosyncrasies of the little <laughs> sheep. He knows which one is going to wander off and, oh, come on, you know. I mean, the shepherd knows and he's a good shepherd. And so in a lot of that, um, that fear or anxiety or when we're going through transition, it is a significant um, effort of the will and of the spirit to say, I'm going to trust the Father that he's going to lead me. And, and that it's going to be good uh, as we go through the process. Yeah. And, and But it's not easy. It's though. not easy. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm still there. Like, you know, it's not like it says God plucks me out of that and sets me somewhere else. You still have to go through it. We still Okay, so, and this is, I have to draw this in. I know we're going to get to the practical stuff yet, but that was reading the walking on water recently, the Peter walking on the water. It, It struck me that when they got in the boat, the wind stopped. And I'm like, wait a minute, you could have stopped the wind. So he didn't sink right out there, but he was sinking and, and, Jesus stretches out his hand, pulls him up, and he says, oh, you have little faith. Like, why? just fix your eyes on me. Okay, I'm paraphrasing, but mm. – and and it really spoke to me because he, he, he wanted to meet him in his fear and show him that he could raise him up out of it if he fixed his eyes. And they get back in the boat and the wind stops. And I'm like, oh, man, you thought it important enough to deal with his fear. And to meet him there and pull him out of it. Mm-hmm. So if anybody, so the timing is is very yeah, interesting yeah. for the Lord, right? You know, we mm-hmm. and, and it's and it, His it, grace shows up in amazing ways all the time. And I think that's as you were saying, Rebecca. That's you know that His His grace just shows you up, shows up at the appropriate time to to put you in the right spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he comes in the midst, yes, right? Of it's, the it's, storm. It's that it's uh, mm-hmm. that little phrase in the midst. 
you know, God is there. And, and sometimes, you know, sometimes Dave and I feel like, could you just hurry up the in the midst part? You know, like we'd like it to look a certain way, you know, please could you come? And, and there's stuff to learn about our own fears. You know, we're going through some of that right now in our lives. But anyway, but we, we're started, here to- we started the show by talking about this, this transition. And, yeah. and the reason that, again, as, as we said, Often it's a question that comes up, but it's also it's a it's a period where there could be some fear, where there there could be some unknown, and and just being able to to look to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, what do we do next? What is the next step? Um, but I, when we talk about being an employee, a contract and contractor, entrepreneurial, some so how do we? I see it like a chart. This is what an employee is. So an employee, like you got a good job. Hopefully you've got benefits. You've got maybe some retirement savings. Your company's putting in there, and it seems so secure, right? Mm-hmm. Contract work. You know, you don't have the benefits. You have to renew your contract. You're it seems a little less secure, but someone else is supplying the paycheck, right? You know, then you got entrepreneurs and it's up to you to <laughs> do it all. Kill what you eat, right? <laughs> I and, uh, I'm like, I like, I like the, you know, as a woman, I like the safety. Mm-hmm. Well, and, as, and the, yeah, the security that and comes the security, with that. But you know yeah, what? It's false. Lots of people do. But it's false. I'm re- Careful now, because you know, and and I and and recognizing that I love that you said as a woman, I'm because yeah. gender, a little bit of gender. I know uh, profiling we're, gender, right? we're gender, gender profiling, but for sure, the ladies tend to be less risky, um, and and really do say, you know what, this is this is our main bread. This is the main money coming in. I want some. I want some stability there. I want some safety there. And your your guys, again, little gender profiling here, but but guys, yeah, tend don't get to- offended and send us bad emails. We know that it's not necessarily true Generally for everyone. Generally speaking, the guys are a little more risky, and and in a sense, are less. They look to the opportunity and they go, you know what. If we go out here, I, we can we can accomplish more. We can, you know, and, and again, that's a little bit of gender profiling. But the reality is, and we see that all the time in the office. And Bron, you can mm-hmm. chime in and say, yeah, for sure. That you know, balancing that out. Um, we talked about this transition. So you know, wherever you're in that transition, or maybe you're thinking about that transition, um, preparedness is I would say one of the key ingredients to the soup that we we need to look at mm-hmm. and say you know when you're thinking about a transition you have the luxury of getting prepared so, so how do you get prepared how do you get prepared i mean and sometimes people don't have chance right sometimes people say you know what we want you to work contract so what does it look like for someone to go from being an employee to a contract worker and and there's so many and and there's so many different variables that go into that conversation and that's why my first piece of advice when people are are faced with that decision is to um, get some expert advice Um, Mm -hmm. talk to people that are in the know about those different differences and what one because there's so many different variables that 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 are uh, you know an entrepreneur that are go with being a contract worker that going go with being an employee and I think it's really important that you understand all of those different uh, 
different things and then pray about those things and understand where you where you fit in mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't want to complicate the conversation too much by saying that to the extent that you, you know you can be your own you can be an employee of your own company for instance I mean right um, and 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 there's different variables around that in terms of pensions about benefits and things like that and the same thing with being a contract worker you can create your own benefits package there's all kinds of opportunities to be able to do that so and and there there's there's good things and bad things that go along with each one but the key thing is to understand what your responsibilities are in in each of those realms and how that fits in and what you need to do because at the at the end of the day you don't want to be offside and i've seen this con- had this conversation with so many people that they didn't appreciate all the work that goes into all the compliance parts that go into being an entrepreneur that go into mm-hmm. uh, being like with CRA. In, in business yes yeah. with HST just, just, and just, just different the regular day to day stuff yeah. right in a sense of uh, you know Bron and I again we we have this conversation just about every week with a different entrepreneur mm-hmm. just you know setting up some processes yeah. and, and and all of that so that you can be compliant so that uh, you know when we talk about it on the personal side we say the number one thing you need to have this emergency cushion in place because you can't plan everything in life well guess what as an entrepreneur the number one thing you need to have is an emergency cushion because there is way more opportunity for emergencies but also you need to have some contingency planning going on and and again we know that taxes are imminent as as and just there's like, a HST component because all of a sudden you're collecting tax tax that really isn't yours. You're collecting it on behalf of the government, and the government expects you to understand all these rules that are very complicated, mm-hmm. and then take the time to account for all that and send the money in on time with the appropriate documentation to the government. And that's just your role as 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 being part of the business world. If you're a contract worker, though, like that's the like my mm-hmm. moment. Do you have mm-hmm. to do the same thing? Do you have to do HSD and all that? Well, it stuff? depends on uh, how I your know, contractor. Right? But yes, I mean for the most part. So, again, this uh, is, so, this an, is the so in other words, you, you know, so right? in other words, everyone out there who's thought about leaving their employees job is not going to leave now because it's just too complicated Uh, but but, okay i know it's complicated but it's also there's there's a flow and a process that can be set up so that um you know you just recognize that there's going to be a portion of your 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 hours in a day if you will that are going to be put towards actually managing that part of the business yeah and if you're and if you think that and your week will look different i mean there's so many benefits um, in terms of lifestyle balance and all those things that go along with let's say being an entrepreneur starting your own business but at the same time your week will look different because there's you're going to be doing things in the evening that you as an employee you never did and you've got different obligations different things but at the same time you've got different opportunities and uh you can you can you know you can open the doors you can you can make your own holidays you can do your own thing but at the same time, as I always tell people when they want to go into the uh, entrepreneurial world, that yeah, it 
you know, you you have to might have to work Saturdays and Sundays sometimes, but that's just the nature of of the beast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So this this uh, you know, and again, if you're in a job or you're thinking or you're experiencing a transition, the best time to actually prepare for that is is ahead of time when you're not in transition. Right. So again, if you're a, let's just use the example. You know, if you're an employee and you're thinking about it, then for sure save up six months worth Take of expenses. Take some time to develop a business, what that business plan is. Talk to some people about it. Uh, get, you know, get feedback from mm-hmm. people. And find out what kind of startup money the government exactly. does has for, yeah. you know, there are there are a lot of, of opportunities. Thing, opportunities out there. For funding, yeah. <clears throat> but it does take work. This isn't something that is, it just so, handed to you on a platter. It's persevering and pursuing that passion there there's a great book i can't remember the the author's name but i'm reading it it's called grit and it's about passion and perseverance and what makes someone uh you know rise the cream of the crop and you know people have said it's talent or smarts or iq or whatever and this this lady researcher says all the research points to um knowing what you love to do and persevering and going the extra mile. And really, if you're an entrepreneur, that's what it takes. If you love it, like my girlfriend just started a, a flower floral business and it, it's not easy for her, but does she love it? Oh, yeah. And someday she thinks I'm crazy to be doing this because I don't get. If there you know? isn't an entrepreneur out there that hasn't said those exact words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not sure there are. Is that a common thing? I don't know enough entrepreneurs, I guess. Abs- I absolutely. But it's a very common refrain for yeah. sure. But, you know, we're talking about this, you know, um, the transition can be easier, right? Some of some mm. of the chaos and crisis and things is really self-inflicted. It um, is. And, and so we, we want to recognize, and, and as part of our discussion about this show was, you know, as much as you can prepare ahead of time, even if you don't, nobody knows when they're going to get, you know, a job transition. But uh, again, if you've got some money in an emergency, if you're spending and living on less than you're making, because you're like, you know what, I'd like to take a year off and go and you know, do something with my family, um, then then you have that ability. But that takes preparation. Sometimes you're forced into that. Sometimes that year off is actually, I'm starting a new business and then it's a, it's a transition. And sometimes it's just, you know what, um, you know, we see this uh, with health issues as well that, mm-hmm. you know, something Somewhere health unplanned. happens and you're like, I, I just can't do the job that I've been doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe it's, uh, you know, I, I read many years ago the, the, the story of Northern Magic where the family, you mm-hmm. know, decided to sail around the world. I like sailing a little bit. And, and that was precipitated by a, diagno- a, a medical diagnosis. And they said, well, wait a minute. We need to, you know, we're going to change this. We're going to go and do this. And, and there was significant preparation that happened there. I mean, it was yeah. precipitated by the, by the diagnosis, but they said, okay, we're going to do this. 
And, uh, and well, the more you can control that, you know, you're talking about preparing and the, and the more that you can prepare and, uh, you know, it's easier to control that process, uh, when you're not forced to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, being able to do it yeah. in a, in a, in, less, in, stressful in environment. a less stressful <laughs> environment is certainly the way to go. So if you have thoughts, if you have, uh, that little nudge from God around, hey, what about this? If you have always been thinking about something, then, you know, my encouragement would be to start writing it down, start creating a, that vision, start creating that business plan, and then start to talk about that with some other people. Because the more that you can be prepared for and talk about that in the stress-free environment of just day-to-day, week-to-week, do the little pieces at a time, then that's just going to make it the success factor that much more significant and start with your spouse if you're yes, married yeah, especially if you're a guy yes that's the talk one. to your wife and, and, and not especially especially if, because when a woman does it she has to have the full support of her husband especially if he's working another job there, there's got to be more give and take at home if a woman's stepping out as an entrepreneur it's mm-hmm. she's not going to be doing all the household stuff anymore mm-hmm. like the, I mean, i'm talking stereotypically of course but but what i mean is is that you know again because uh, i'm a guy but you know, you, Reb, are going to have a, you're going to have some things that you're going to say, well, these are the things that I need that they're, I want to protect these. I, these are non-touchables. These are the things that, you know, if we're going through this journey, these need to be protected. And and I may not see those. Can right? I say them now, 10 years later? Yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 30 years, 30 30 years on later? On the radio, I got go a, for I got it. a list now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Now I'm prepared 30, 28 years in. Anyway, just kidding. And if, if you're like me, marry them young and they don't know what they need to know. There we go. That's so. exactly what happened. I didn't know what was coming. Anyway, oh my my goodness. Uh, yeah, we're going to have Marie on the show. I think her and I will do a show. Anyway, that's Bron's way. So we've anyway. only got a couple minutes left. And, and I really want to sum up. Uh, Bron, can you give us maybe, uh, you know, we've been talking about that preparedness part of it. So are there some practical things that, that you say, you know, um, again, that, uh, that someone who is maybe even just preparing for a transition, you'd mentioned, you know, do do a business plan, you know, get a vision, think about what that is and put it on paper, mm-hmm. you know, get a binder and, and say, yeah, this. And do they align with your gifting that God has given you through your spiritual gifting, your mm-hmm. psychological gifting, your, that strength finders. There's all of these pieces you need to prepare ahead of time, get to really know yourself mm-hmm. and uh, under and pray into that. And, you know, God will, uh, God will start to uh, put in on words what that, what the picture of that, or, you know, a lot of people love, love drawing pictures of what their business mm-hmm. thing would look like and what the success look like and how, how do I glorify God in what I'm doing? And if we can keep that focus, I think that's, that's the piece that, that part of preparedness, I think that goes hand in hand with, it's just as important as having the money. It's just as important as having the buy-in from your family mm-hmm. and friends. So, so, you know, you just mentioned some buy-in from family and friends. So talk about it. We talk about financial preparedness. Do a spending plan and go, what is it going to take? What a capital do we need? What, what opportunities are there for, for maybe some, some grants or, and, and or what would it cost the first five years? 
years because as a business, you know, it's a five. They say you you really only uh, get things rolling after the five years. So uh, talking to someone who's been there before. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. is a huge yeah, and I think that the other, my my other thing would be to try to find um, some peers or other people that business people like you could create a like a little advisory council, mm-hmm. uh, people that can feed into in, in you know get information back things that would change you know like that are going to bring a different perspective to your what your vision is because. Um, you, I think doing it all alone is, uh, is 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 not what God intended us to do. Mm-hmm. All right, so start maybe all by yourself, but then then get it in a binder and start building that binder and and whatever that looks like. Reb, why don't you pray for us? Father, I just want to thank you for this time this morning, and I pray that uh, for your inspiration mm-hmm. and your practical guidance yes, for those of us who are considering uh, venturing out um, and leaving what we see as security behind, mm-hmm. knowing mm-hmm. that really our true security is in you alone. Yes, we thank God. you that you shepherd us through these things and that no matter what we choose, uh, we are your kids and uh, you are longing just to walk in relationship with us. Thank you in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thanks, Brown, for being with us again. Appreciate that. You are welcome. And uh, if you need to uh, get uh, archive shows, you can get them on chri.ca. You can get them on morethanenough.ca. You can download the podcast on iTunes and uh, get it that way. And uh, if you do get it on iTunes, please rate us. We like that. And uh, join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.